Thank you for joining us at Youthology Podcast. We are closing out the series on uh, questions and answer sessions with students. We've done two of them. This is the third. And man, I learn so much listening to students. I learn by the questions they ask, by the language they use, and their response to answers and discussion, right? If you've ever been in that live setting, man, there's so much you can learn from teenagers. Listen, here's another question from a middle school student on faith, okay? Faith formation, discipleship, I put a bunch of these together. Question number one for today. Where should I start reading in the Bible? I love this question because I've said many times that we cannot simply tell young people they have to pray or they have to worship or they have to share their faith with their friends or in this case read the Bible. Telling them they have to do those things is not enough. They already know they have to do those things but what we have to do is to show them how. Right, how to worship, how to read their Bible, how to pray, how to share their faith with their friends, to give them practices that protect that principle. They know the principle, but they don't really know how to do it. It's not enough to give them the principle. We must help them with practices, right? The practical ways to do those things. Here's, here's a great answer for how to read the Bible, where to start. I like sending them to a proverb daily and then a topic of study for a month. For instance, reading the proverb for the date. 31 proverbs, 31 days in a month. And secondly, studying a topic such as worship for the month. This creates a reading and a study system that is easy to follow, okay? Both reading a daily proverb, maybe in the Psalms, and then studying a topic for a whole month. Do you remember when Jesus was being tempted in the wilderness in Luke chapter 4? He was tempted with physical, uh, like the food, with, with possessions and with power, right? Think about that. Just like you and me, Jesus was tempted also in all points as we were. How did he fight against Satan in, in that temptation? How did Jesus combat that, that temptation? He chose the word, didn't he? Hear me, if Jesus needed the word to overcome temptation, then you and I do also, <laughs> right? I think so. Daily content and material, spiritual formation it happens every single day, okay? All right, hey, question number two. My family is really bad. What should I do? Man, this is a tough one. I believe the number one problem in America today is the breakdown of the family. There are many problems uh, in culture, you, in, in the teen culture, you, you know that as well as I do. And in American society today, uh, materialism, idolatry, drug and alcohol abuse, racism, right? Social media, humanism, progressive education, bullying, I mean, we go on and on, right? Body shaming. But hear me, out of all of those issues, the family to me is the foremost because it is the greatest solution to the rest of those problems that we face. A healthy family is the key to raising healthy children who then create healthy societies. A healthy family raises healthy children who create healthy societies. 
you remember what Frederick Douglass, the great civil rights activist said? It is much easier and cheaper to build healthy children than it is to repair broken adults. Man, we gotta start at home. We gotta start at home. So let me give you some real practical advice at home. Here are four practices of a Christian teenager who might be in an unhealthy, unspiritual, you know, setting at home. Okay, number one, pray. I know that sounds like, man, simple, right? But you gotta pray because that will build a bank account. It will fill the bowl, Revelation 8, maybe you've heard that, and will give you the right attitude and change the setting you're in, right? It fills the bowl, all those those prayers and that bowl's dumped out and God answers it, okay? And then it changes us, prayer changes us, and then it also changes our setting, okay? Uh, number two, serve. You can create a great relationship with your parents and your siblings by service because it is the love language of all of humanity. Listen, do your chores. <laughs> Spiritual kids take the garbage out, make their bed, say please and thank you. Okay, now, all right, number three, be a peacemaker. Seek the peace and the welfare of your family by solving problems and not creating them. Be positive and encouraging. Don't argue in the home. Ask God to help you be a peacemaker. Number four, love always. Put on the mind of Christ, the fruit of the Spirit, the heart of God, right? The mind of Christ, the fruit of the Spirit, the heart of God, and example Christianity in front of them at home. Every day, you can create a selfless culture or an atmosphere in the home through acts, acts of uh, kindness, through words of affirmation and affection, right? So listen, pray and uh, serve. Pray and serve. All right, finally, we must build youth ministries that are not afraid to answer the tough questions, to listen to students, and to learn through dialogue. To build healthy youth ministries that have the answers to the questions that this world is asking. I don't want the, que I don't want the answers to the questions nobody is asking. And so as youth ministry, we have to be able to listen to students and find out what are they going through and how can we answer their questions? You'll, you'll see all of this. All you gotta do is go to the link tree, okay, on all of our socials, and there's where uh, you can find uh, hundreds of podcasts and resources where you can um, read the, the manuscript, where you can watch the, the video, and where you can listen online, okay, uh, at the iTunes podcast. So. Listen, thank you for joining us again. Join us next week for another exciting Youthology resources on our podcast every single week.